0: To the truth, simply put, the teaching broadcast vehicle of the Basilea Commission. On today's teaching by Alexander Victor, God's Word, rightly divided in the light of Christ, who is the central theme of the entire scriptures, will come with simplicity, precision, clarity, and power to instruct, admonish, edify, and build you up into the full measure of the stature of Christ. Now, let's dive straight in.
1: The conduit of God's grace.
0: We looked at Joseph's
1: case study, right? Yeah, and saw how much God prospered Potiphar's house because he bought his slave. Wow, a slave not adopted his son, not inherited his dead brother's children, But a slave, someone less than human. You have to regard someone as less than human to be able to traffic or sell them. You know, it takes a whole other level of darkness to traffic humans. You know, whole other level. It takes a whole other level of darkness to load your fellow human onto a boat and collect money for it. People that are sent off to work in plantations, people that are sent off to work as slaves, uh, as, as uh, forced prostitutes. You know, trafficked, drug mules, all kinds of stuff. It's ridiculous. And here comes Joe, A slave. In shackles. And Potiphar buys him. And Potiphar's entire life changes. He bought a slave and got grace for free. A slave. Look at the value a slave brought into Potiphar's house. God blessed and Everything that had to do with Potiphar. Because of Joseph. I'm a, of I'm a conduit of God's grace. When you see my when you see me like my hashtags Grace Junkie, it's not a joke.
0: Yes, sir. When you look at
1: everything grace. There's nothing that is not grace. Yes, sir. <laughs> nothing. We went through common grace, remember? That was a shocker. That everybody in the universe is under the canopy of the grace of God? Has it sunk in your spirit? That's how we are alive. That's how anybody has gotten ahead. Somebody asked me a question when we closed on um, Sunday. Somebody um, swindle someone or something like that um, and prospers. Would you say the grace of God sponsored that? And I said, it's one thing to understand what grace does and what a person does to pervert the work of grace. Because the smartness to calculate how to swindle Couldn't have come to you by yourself. It's just sense. God's sense that you applied wrongly. So the fact that you used a God-given ability to do something wrong. Doesn't mean the ability did not come from God. every good and perfect gift. You must understand in the earth. Look at me carefully. You must understand in the earth that every bad thing started off good. The history of every bad thing. Is good. Once you understand that, there's some stuff you stop fighting with in your life anymore. You also make it easier for you to understand how the devil is not a creator; he's just a perverter. He just perverts; he doesn't create. So, whatever the devil takes credit for as his creation is simply a perversion of what always existed. That's why I don't understand what people say is secular music. I don't understand it. What you call worldly music. There's no Christian music either. Ouch. Most of what people have called gospel music over the centuries, no, zero gospel content. Zero. Nobody is more funny in the humor of his ignorance than somebody that calls themselves minister of the gospel.
0: Yes, sir.
1: And does not know what it is. It is so ignorant, it is funny. Just, it's funny in a very amusing way. You know when something not just funny, it's amusing. You're like eh? wow. And never would have thought? You know that kind of wow. I minister mean, of the gospel. All the person is telling you is I'm a Christian minister. I'm not a Muslim. Zero knowledge of the gospel. Zero. Zero. Mm -hmm. The grace of God. Every good and perfect gift comes from above. Starts off good, he made it bad. The source doesn't now diverge to him because he made it bad. God is still the source. There will be no... I've said this, I've asked this, I think one of the series... Who here has ever seen a fake 2000 naira note? You haven't? Why? (laughs) Who here has had the unfortunacy of being given a fake 1000 naira note? So every counterfeit points to and authenticates the existence of an original. Yes, Apply that to scripture. There's a bad thing, there's a corrupt thing, there's an evil thing, It's a perversion. The original exists. Yes, Everything. Every good and perfect gift comes from above. Father of lights in whom there's no variableness or shadow of turning. God's grace and his faith work together. Can we say that together one to go? God's grace and his faith God's grace and his faith work together
0: God's grace and his faith work together
1: now you have just come from faith consciousness that's why this statement is important with your fresh understanding of faith consciousness God's grace and faith work together look at Romans four sixteen. you see how clearly it is there even in the new King James Therefore, it is of faith that it might be according to grace. (laughs) It is of faith that it might be According according to grace. So that the promise might be sure to all the seed. Not only to those who are of the law, but also to those who are of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all stay here tpt the promise depends on faith so that it can be experienced as a grace gift Mm. and don't forget by grace are you saved through faith by grace you are saved through faith faith is how grace saves you does that make sense in other words it is by virtue of god's reckoning of himself God's persuasion of himself, God's conviction of himself, that he then extends his ability to save you. Does that make sense? So you could say, you could say that God's grace is his faith expressed. Make sense? It is. It depends on faith so that it can be experienced as a grace gift. Put it in the message. This is why the fulfillment of God's promise depends entirely on trusting God and his way. Yeah. The faith of God. Yeah. And then simply embracing him and what he does. And let me see the NLT. So the promise is received by faith. It is giving as a free gift. That's how he's translating grace. Make sense? So God's grace and faith work together. King James, New King James. It is of faith that it might be according to grace. You get it? Grace is God's faith expressed. At the same time, God's grace is parallel to his love. Parallel. God's grace is his faith expressed. God's grace is parallel to his love. Because his grace itself is an expression of his love. If God's grace is in action, it is his love that is in action. Parallel. You you cannot see God's love without encountering his grace. You can't be basking in his grace and not enjoying his love. Make sense? Because his grace is actually his love expressed. Why is he reaching out to extend his ability to you, to save you, because he fell in love with you. Make sense? His grace is an expression of his love. His love is revealed by his grace. Because his grace is how you enjoy his love. For God, you, you see how TPT, um, was it TPT of the message, rendered grace in Romans four sixteen as a free gift.
0: Yeah.
1: Right? Free gift. For God so loved the world that he did he give grace why did he give grace love romans 5 when we get there you see how romans 5 constantly refers to grace as the gift of god as the gift of god so by the time you see that grace is the gift of god christ is the gift of god christ is the grace of god so for god so loved that he christ did make sense So Jesus expressed in the earth for the salvation of of the sins of the world is as a result of God's love. You get it? So his grace is an expression of his love. His love is revealed by his grace. Just two converse statements, right? Pretty much. God's grace is the color of his love. God's grace is the color of his love. So God's grace is what his love looks like. God's grace is what his love looks like. There are no different graces of God. The grace of God is singular and absolute. Singular and absolute. There are no different graces of God. There are no different dimensions of the grace of God. So you're at this level. You're going to go into and get more grace. Then come and take. Top up your grace. You might be running short of, of grace. Course. And this third line is also important because I've, I've said talking about it on Sunday. I'll talk some more about it tonight. There's no special grace either. There's grace that, on, that the whole world enjoys. And then there's, there's the grace that the sons of God tap into. Or are plugged into. Does that make sense? Yeah. Inside this kingdom, there's no special grace. Such that there's a different grace you're walking by that is special to you, that one that you need to come on time. even with the special grace you invoke, you're still incurably late. So if the normal grace didn't do it, you called reinforcement special grace didn't deliver it. I don't know what other REM or portal) Mm. Yeah, there's a portal of grace that yeah, you need yeah, yeah. To, to tap into. You know, you know the people that the people that special grace doesn't work for? People that ask them, why were you? Look? I, say, I don't know. I see, I, I, I meet every day my transactions in the universe is people. So I will have a problem if I don't understand people. I meet people like that. So honestly, I don't know I was dressed though. The the grace they need has not been manufactured yet. It's coming in the life to come. So there's no special grace in the kingdom. What theologians regard as special is the expression of God's grace that singles us out from the rest of the world. Do you understand? Yeah. Because the entire universe is under the influence of God's grace. Right, And that's what theologians refer to, or reformed theologians refer to, in loose terms as common grace. Not that the grace is common as in cheap, but common as in it applies to all and sundry. applies to everybody. Make sense? And because that is regarded or alluded to as common grace, consequently, in the kingdom, they then refer to what we have and enjoy as sons of God as special grace special in that it is not the common grace that covers the whole universe. Not the common grace by which somebody prospers. Yeah? And that's why I said to you on Sunday, there's a problem if you are a son of God and you cannot prosper in your business, when somebody who is not a son of God is prospering by grace. Anybody that has sense, has that sense by grace. Then you, you have common grace as a human being. Because God is obligated to you for being a human being. I said to you on Sunday, he is the father of sons, but he's the king of the world. Yes, he's the king of the universe. He has a kingdom to rule. God is obligated to you by just being a human being in his territory. He has to supply you rain, supply you food. So when somebody stands and says, I thank God, you say, my dear, do you know him? You don't have to know him for him to be good to you. Yes, sir. Now, you're not going to like this, but I'll show you from scripture that that's true. Yes, sir. I mean, I showed you plenty of scriptures. Yes, sir. You don't have to, you don't have to acknowledge God to enjoy his goodness. In other words, oh, I don't believe God is real. He'll just kill you. Do you understand what I'm saying? He'll just stop. Nothing will work for you. You fetch water in your house, keep it. By the time you come to use the water, water has evaporated. I mean if, if I were God, I'll be very mischievous. I will show you something. You don't know You don't believe I will, you will
0: see
1: You take put your phone on the table, turn you will see you'll see your phone across the room. <laughs> Plug your phone to charge. I'll Send one small angel. Drain the charge from your phone. Your phone is hot. Zero percent. (laughs) You don't don't want to believe. Wear your boxers. Then wear your jeans. Come out. You see your boxers on top of your jeans. (laughs) rumour is inside the house. (laughs) Lord, I believe. I believe. I believe. Leave me. Show you something. <laughs> you don't want. You want to see science, no? Science and wonders. Oh I wonder you.
0: <laughs>
1: oh man, I'll be so mischievous. You boil your water. Put it in the bathroom. Move your towel. Hang it. Fetch the first scoop. Turn it, it's ice water. Ba! You shout Jesus. Oh, you know him. You know him. You know his name. Yeah. You know his name. Uh-huh. You know him, eh? I see. Just <laughs> you, 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 you understand the picture? You dip your finger in it, it's hot. You fetch it. Ah, Jesus! <laughs> you I come out. Say, I don't believe in God, you lie.
0: <laughs>
1: Must believe. Must believe. <laughs> But, but picture for a second if God was like that.
0: <laughs>
1: We're going to be in serious trouble. Serious trouble. Serious trouble. See, it is it's good that God is not a man, yeah? It is good that man is not God. Mm. Mm. At least this man. God is not a man. Hallelujah. Don't forget to celebrate that man. You believe. You will believe. So everything exists and spins on its orbit because of the grace of God. The grace of God is how even the unbeliever enjoys the simple benefits of life. Simple benefits of life. It's the grace of God. That's how good a God he is. And he's not waiting for you to acknowledge him to give you oxygen to breathe, or else there should be a filter in every human being. Yes, sir. You understand? If you're not born again, you, you sniff all you want, you ain't getting no oxygen. Should just for sons. I'd be sniffing, uh, reducing our oxygen like that. Just drinking, drinking our oxygen that you, you, you don't believe about. So nobody can deny that God is good. That scripture said, he has not left us without a witness. Are you here? Yes, sir. He hasn't left us without a witness. Everybody enjoys that only. Now when you come into the kingdom, you come into grace as a son. Does that make sense? As a son. That's what's called special grace. But no individual has a special grace that it sets him apart from another in the kingdom. Does that make sense? Especially grace such as you pray yourself up to get into. To so which one is given? Does that make sense? Okay, so they are just simply expressions of that singular grace. Expressions, just like faith. Yeah, contextual expressions of that singular grace of God, just like they are of faith. But it's one grace, singular, absolute, right? And this is where a lot of Bible teachers confuse the grace of God. They either want to make it one-dimensional or they want to make it plural in nature, like graces. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like one thing. So there's a stream of thought that tells you the grace of God is just for salvation. Yes, I've encountered that. The grace of God is just what saves you. They're very myopic and very narrow-minded about the grace of God. Very, very narrow-minded. The grace of God is what it was God's mechanism to save you. It's not what you can prosper by. It's not what you can. Does that make sense? Then there's down the multi-dimensional uh, viewpoint of the grace of God that basically sells a grace for everything. Grace for marriage. Grace for pimples clearing from your face. Grace. You understand? Grace to pass the exam. That's why we do, do events and programs before exam. So we can share that grace. Grace for marriage. Are you following me now? Grace to sustain you through the last point of the year. Because somehow the calendar towards the last end of the year becomes more satanic than at the beginning. So there's, there's grace to guard you from a particular level of demons that show up in the last four months of the year. So we must do programs. There's grace we must release to you at the beginning of the year. And then the beginning of the year's grace is somehow not enough because somehow in the middle of the year, we have to do a mid-year to prepare you for the second half of the year, which it doesn't even last until the full second half. Because by September, we need a different kind of grace. Because by September, I know we said half of the year, but ember has come so we're selling multiple graces that exist only in the mind of the conatist. the grace of god is neither one dimensional nor is it plural why have you heard the word or the phrase bipolar disorder or multiple personality disorder if you concluded that the grace of god is multi-dimensional or multi-faceted then you are concluding that Jesus has multiple personalities. Because guess what? Jesus is the grace of God. It means that we can't have Jesus for all times. It means it's not the same yesterday, today, and forever. It means we need to revisit the efficacy of Jesus every now and then. Does that make sense? Because it can take you from December, January, into June, but by June you need to top him up for the rest of the year, but that rest of the year actually effectively stops in The end of August. No, grace is not multi-dimensional plural because grace is a person. Grace is a personality along with his ability. Remember? God's divine ability is the grace of God. And if Jesus is how God does anything, if nothing was done without Jesus, if nothing was that is without Jesus, Then Jesus is the grace of God. If the grace of God is the ability of God. Does that make sense? And that's why the grace of God that brings salvation appeared to all men. Titus 2.11. You shall call his name Emmanuel, for he shall save salvation. His people from their sins. The grace of God appeared to all men. John 1.14 and 17 say that he is full of grace. Which is truth. Right? Full of grace. His grace full. So it's a person along with his ability. Titus 3:4 says when the loving kindness of our Lord and Savior appeared. You see that? Kindness and the love. The loving kindness of God, our Savior toward man, appeared. Galatians 4 and 4. Just a few scriptures so you understand that grace is Jesus. And his ability. When the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law, that we might receive the adoption as sons. Right? Sent his son. First John 3 and 8. He who sins is of the devil, for the devil has sinned from the beginning. There you go. But it says, for this purpose. The Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. What is the works of the devil? Sin. Contextually. The Son of God was made manifest that he might destroy the works of the devil. John 1.14 and 16. I I just showed us that now. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the Father, as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. See verse 16. And of his fullness we have all received grace for grace. Grace for grace. and grace for grace. Lord, you give me grace upon grace, grace upon grace. There's one song like that. I love it. Grace upon grace. Grace for grace. First Peter 1:10 through to 12 Of this salvation the prophets have inquired and searched carefully who prophesied of grace. the grace that will come through to, to you searching what or what manner of time the spirit of Christ who was in them was indicating when he testified beforehand the sufferings of Christ and the glories that will follow 12. to them it was revealed that, not to themselves, but to us, they were ministering the things which have now been reported to you through those who have preached the gospel to you by the Holy Spirit sent from heaven. to change angels desire to see why I taught you guys that nobody can say an angel came to give me doctrine. An angel came to teach me how to be a son of God. Angels that are trying to peep and trying to see what God is doing with sons. You come and tell me, angels are here, don't move. No, it's I'm here, angels, don't move. I tell you when to move. I'm here. I mean, my father's house, you tell me a servant entered, I should stop moving. A servant, the butler, or the sous-chef, or the gardener, you know, or the nanny, comes into the house and you go, don't move. Nannies, nannies are about, beware. (laughs)
0: Then
1: I and my father are conversing, and then you say to me, stop. Stop speaking to your father, nanny's here. The driver just came in. And then us and God, me and my father, will stop talking because the driver walked in. The wickedness of religion. Put First Peter back in verse 1 and 10 in the TPT. It might be clear for some people. This salvation was the focus of the prophets who prophesied of this outpouring of grace that was destined to you. You see that? Grace. The grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men. They made a careful search and investigation of the meaning of their God-given prophecies as they probed into the mysteries of who would fulfill them and the time period when it would all take place. The spirit of the anointed one was in them and was pointing prophetically to the sufferings that Christ was destined to suffer and the glories that will be revealed, released afterwards. God revealed to the prophets that their ministry was not for their own benefit, but for yours. And now you have heard these things from the evangelists who preach the gospel to you through the power of the Holy Spirit sent from heaven. The gospel containing wonderful mysteries that... They they don't even have any glimpse of. Angels can't teach doctrine. If angels had a chance, they would come to Christ's experience. Yes, sir. Not to slap us because we are moving when they are moving. But to creep in among us unnoticed and sit down and just hear the mysteries of Christ. Yes, sir. And drop an offering. Yes. And go. If they had permission, that's what angels would be doing. Not slapping you and closing your womb because you didn't come for a workhouse meeting. Yes, if they had a choice, that's what they would do. Sit down here. Wow. We don't need anybody to know we're here. Let's just hear this thing. They longed to put the message up. Verse 12. All they were told was that they were serving you, who by orders from heaven have now heard for yourselves. Through the Holy Spirit, the message of those prophecies fulfilled. Do you realize how fortunate? I just said that, right? Yes. To give anything to sit down in a meeting like this and hear Pastor. Here, here you guys are edified. I'm like, wow. We are so in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah, serious. I'm serious. Amen. Yeah. Like, we are just there worshiping for money tonight. Bowing down, flapping wings, casting crowns, playing harps. Because <laughs> twenty-four elders play harps. It's in scripture. You mean I see the real party? See people flexing the image of God. We have been with God since heaven was created. We have not even so much as smelt his image. Hmm? We were there watching him create manu, carried his image, gave him. We will never be in his image. These people that we watched when they were created will now come and judge us. That's what the message captures when it says, You know how fortunate. The grace of God is a personality along with his ability. The entire scriptures is the message of grace because the entire scriptures is the message of Christ. The entirety of the scriptures is the message of grace. That's why it's called the word of his grace. Yes, Acts 20, 32. I commend you to God and to the word of his grace. The scriptures. So the entire scriptures are referred to as the message of grace. Because the entire scriptures are the message of Christ. You get it? Now let's look at a few expressions or the key expressions of grace. Just as we looked at faith. Number one. Grace expressed in the creation of the world. Because Christ is the ability of God. Grace is God's divine ability, bringing possibility out of impossibility. Right? So, creation itself, literal creation, is a manifestation of the grace of God. Because the grace of God equals Christ. Directly proportional to Christ. If grace is God's divine ability and Christ is God's divine ability such that without Christ nothing was made that was made, then Christ is the grace of God. Because Christ is how God can do. You get it? So Christ is the ability of God. If you look at all the scriptures that deal with creation, like John 1, 1, for instance, in the beginning, was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. All things were made by Him. Verse 2, without Him was nothing made. That was made. Verse 3. All things were made through Him or by Him. Without Him was nothing made. That was made. Him, the grace of God. Uh, Hebrews 1, 3. Brightness of His image, express image of His person. Upholding all things by the Word of His power. That's the line I am interested in who been in the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power. All things. Colossians 1, 15. Go to 16 for time's sake. Straight to 16. For by him, all things were created. By him. All things. All things. Including Satan in whatever form. Yes, mm-hmm. all things were created that are in heaven and that are on the earth visible and invisible whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers look at this all things were created through him and for him revelation four eleven. for thou hast created all things yes that's it You are worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For you created all things. And by your will they exist and we're created. Put the King James up. Everybody's familiar with that. Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory, honor and power. For thou hast created all things and for thy pleasure they are For thou has created how many things?
0: All
1: things. Why did he create all things? things. You see why it's important to find yourself in the spectrum of God's will? God's pleasure. That's why he created everything. Everything exists for his pleasure. Put Put it back up in the TPT out of curiosity. You're worthy, O Lord, our Lord and God. To receive glory, honor, and power, for you created all things, and by your plan, they were created and exist. By your plan. By your plan. Message. Worthy, O Master, yes, our God, take the glory, the honor, the power. You created it all. It was created because you wanted it. So all things were created by Christ, who is the grace of God. All things were created through Jesus, so creation was sponsored by grace is brought about by the grace of God. The person, the grace of God. You get that? And, and this, this should explain to a large extent why therefore all of creation enjoys the providence or the common grace of God. Because he created all of it for his pleasure. So whether as a son or a pet, you will enjoy the grace of God. I like to have brothers and sisters. I like to have big, big tigers and lions. They make me happy. I'll feed my brothers and sisters. I'll feed my lions and tigers. Because both my brothers and sisters and my lions and tigers are existing for my pleasure. Does that make sense? I I, I like how fishes, I like how they fly. I like how they, you know, the flying fishes that just jump out of the water, you know. You
0: fly.
1: And, and you're like oh I love the way that tuna just glides and fly in the air but I also love the way that great white sharks eat tuna it's the pleasure of God you understand know what I'm saying I love the way the gazelle just gallops around the forest it's just beautiful I love how when my lion is hungry he catches a gazelle and eats it And it's not nasty. Mm -hmm. It's a circle of life as designed by God for his pleasure. The one that is killing yourself. It exists for his pleasure. The gazelle eats grass. The lion eats the gazelle. Everything's fine. (laughs) Everything's okay. Do you understand what I'm saying? And that's why there are not many lions in the world. Because if lions were not lions, by now the whole world would be made up of lions. But lions control their population by eating themselves, killing themselves. An alpha lion sees that there are too many males in a litter of lions that are born, goes for all the males and kills them. And this is maybe just one. Yes. They control <laughs> the population and the governance. Do you understand? They, <laughs> they control it. Well, you wake up one day and then there's five lions in the pride forming Alpha. shall we follow? And then the one I allows to survive. After a while, the Alpha lion kicks him out of the pride. You so take go and look for a female somewhere, go and start your own thing. Yeah. Come here and be dragging with me because you are now you now have a mane. I've now grown, you have small, you have small moustache. <laughs> And that's all That's all God's grand plan for creation. Now, you think there's anarchy in the world, but there isn't. Where anarchy exists in the world, man created it. Everything was okay until you showed up. It's man that created All things and for thy pleasure. They are. And we're created. So you're, you're suffering if you have been a vegetarian because you don't want animals to die. a ya yeah.
0: yeah.
1: i say a ya yeah, because i lack the english word to aiify yeah. how i'm feeling it's so cruel it's so it's so inhuman they're not human they say we're treating an animal inhumane by eating it, because they're not human. That's why they're on the menu.
0: Uh,
1: yes, oh, they shed their blood. Innocent blood. Their blood will haunt you. Come and haunt me. <laughs> Come and haunt me. Your blood be on me and all my children. <laughs> Oh, look, the blood of the animals are crying up from the ground. Oh. They're crying, Pa, eat my children. <laughs> Don't stop at me. All things and for their pleasure they are and were created. Now, of course, if, if you have a special grace, to eat grass all your days. <laughs> <laughs> Creation came about by grace. And therefore, that is why creation is sustained by grace. That's why creation is sustained by grace. you get it? Creation was sponsored by, gra- by grace. Creation is sustained by grace. Number two. Grace expressed in the salvation of the lost. Men are saved by grace. Can we say this together? Yes. One more time, everybody. Men are
0: saved by grace.
1: There's no other way. No other way. We saw all those scriptures that talked about the grace of God that brings salvation appearing unto to all men. Men are saved by grace. There's no other way men are saved. No other way. No other way. Men are saved by grace. Ephesians 2, 3 to 5 and verse 8. Ephesians 2, 3 to 5. Among whom... Also, we all once conducted ourselves in the lusts of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath just as the others. For But God, who is rich in mercy, I call this the interjection of grace, because of his great love with which he loved us, verse 5, even when we were dead in trespasses, Made us alive together with Christ. Look at that statement in parentheses: By grace. grace Go back to verse 3. Put it in t-p-t so they can see what, what, that, what, what that verse actually means. The corruption that was in us from birth. That's hmm? why I said nobody in the world learns selfishness. Nobody in the world learns canality. It is working worthy of your calling that is an acquired discipline. Nobody needs to be taught to do evil. Adam made it easy for us. <laughs> our forerunner. The corruption that was in us from birth was expressed through the deeds and desires of our self-life, self. life We lived by whatever natural cravings and thoughts our minds dictated, living as rebellious children subject to God's wrath like everyone else. But but don't rush it i said it's what the interjection of grace but subject to wrath deserving to die but that is what interrupted the damnation trajectory of my life my my life was heading in only one direction it was heading in the direction of how it began death the wages of sin is death because the product of sin is death.
0: Yes, sir. Yes,
1: sir. Does that make sense? Yes, it is sin that brought death that brings sin that brings death. Mm-hmm. The wages of sin is death because sin came by death because death came by sin. Adam sinned. Man died because man died mastered to sin. As man starts to sin man deserves to die. For sinning, for dying, for sinning. Do You understand that now? Man was alive, man sinned, man died. As man died, everybody he gave birth to is dead and therefore begins to sin. And because you are sinning, what do you deserve for sinning? Death. The wages of sin is death because the product of sin is death. So a dead man is literally heading back in the direction he started. Does that make sense? That's why it's a redemption. Redemption. and in interjection. It's a redemption. You're natural. Nobody, nobody needs to profess. Even you know that you are ending up in destruction. But. Put it back up. But. Don't read scripture in a hurry. God still loved us with such great love. He's so rich in compassion and mercy. Five. Even when we were dead... And doomed in our many sins. He united us into the very life of Christ. And saved us. By his wonderful grace. By his wonderful grace. By his wonderful grace. Uh, let's see how the message puts verse 5. He, he embraced us. He took our sin dead lives. And made us alive in Christ. He did all this on his own. Amen to that. Amen. Put verse 8 up in the New King James. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that, not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. By grace you have been saved. Tell your neighbor by grace you have been saved. By grace you have been saved. Tell the other neighbor by grace, you have been saved. by grace you have been saved. Don't get it twisted. By, by grace, by grace, by grace. By grace. By grace. By grace. Acts fifteen eleven. But we believe that through the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, we shall be saved in the same manner as they. Through the grace. Go back to verse 10. Pick the, pick the thought from verse 10. And therefore, why do you test God? This is the, um, Peter speaking to the council, right? Why do you test God by putting a yoke on the neck of the disciples, which neither our fathers nor we were able to bear? People were giving law that they could not keep. And their fathers could not keep. (laughs) So he says in verse 11, but we believe that through the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, we Jews, saved in the same way as they, Gentiles. Jew, Gentile, same way of being saved, grace. Grace. No other way. It's not love for the Jews and grace for the Gentiles. Us and them, put up, put up a TPT. Don't you believe that we are introduced to internal life through the grace of our Lord Jesus? The same grace that has brought these people new life. The same grace. The message. Same grace. Don't we believe that we are saved because the master Jesus amazingly And out of sheer generosity moved to save us. Just as he did those from beyond our nation. What are we arguing about? Let's say by grace. Romans 5 and 15. Are you getting this? Romans 5 and 15. But the free gift is not like the offense. For if by the one man's offense many died... Much more the grace of God. And the gift by the grace of the one man. You see the word play? The free gift is not like the offense. If by the one man's offense many died, as Adam's sin. Much more the grace of God and the gift by the grace of the one man, Jesus Christ. Abound it to many. Now, there's no comparison between Adam's transgression And the gracious gift that we experience. For the magnitude of the gift far outweighs the crime. Now see, and it's clear here. It's true that many died because of one man's transgression. But how much greater will God's grace and his gracious gift of acceptance overflow to many because of one man, what one man Jesus, the Messiah did for us. Show me verse 20 quickly. Yes. So then, the law was introduced to, into God's plan to bring the reality of human sinfulness out of hiding. And yet, 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 wherever sin increased, more than enough, more than enough of God's grace to triumph, all the more. Sin can reach as much as it likes. Yes, there will always be more grace. Yes, sir. There will always be more grace than sin. No, 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 no. Grace is never threatened by sin. It is sin. So men are saved by grace. Salvation itself, as a product of grace, is all encompassing, right? Remember from Soteria? Hebrew word Yeshah, deliverance, rescue, safety, welfare, help, to save. To gain the victory, security, prosperity, all in one word, salvation.
0: It's
1: a package you don't get one and you don't have the others. Soteria, soterios, from the root word soter, soter is the word in the Greek for savior, used exclusively in reference to the Lord Jesus. Soter, salvation, deliverance, welfare, prosperity, preservation, I don't know, it excites me. Preservation, safety, God's rescue, which delivers believers out of destruction and into his safety. Deliverance from the penalty, power, presence, and pleasure of sin. So God extends, I wrote here, God extends his ability of the supernatural, sin-free, eternal life to us. Supernatural, sin-free, eternal life. Supernatural, because it didn't generate it, is the life of God. Sin-free, because you cannot corrupt it. It is of incorruptible seed. Excuse me. Incorruptible means something that cannot be corrupted now. So like the message said, what are we arguing about? Eternal life. That eternal life. So God's grace extends his ability. His ability. Because God is supernatural. God is sin-free. God is eternal. Yes. Grace extends that to us. And that's why I said it brings you. Son, she brings you into the God class. Because yes, God didn't ever start being eternal. Yes, yes. Stay with me now. Don't blink. God has always been eternal. From eternity. Yes, right? Yes, but see now. The problem is. not a problem, as it were. I'm just saying problem for fun. Right? The problem is that God's eternity will not end. Hmm? It didn't start. It will not end. Uh, The only difference between God's eternal life and yours is that yours started. That's the only difference. By the time you receive eternal life, you have exactly what God now has for the rest of eternity. It's just that yours started. At the moment you enter eternal life, the quality of your life and the quality of God's life is the same.
0: This
1: is why Jesus is not ashamed to call you brethren. Come, come, let's share this eternal life together. And it doesn't make God less God because you now have his life. Yes, no, he's God because his own didn't start. He has always been eternal. Yes. It is your new creation now that is receiving eternal life. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes. So the moment you come into eternal life, what did you come into? The life, eternal life, see, simply put, eternal life is the life of God. Yes, 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 yes. And if you can't corrupt God, you can't corrupt the eternal life I've received. Does that make sense? So what God's grace extends his supernatural, sin-free, eternal life to you. Without you having to do anything for it. That's grace. That's the grace junkie. According to your grace, I'm winning. According to your grace, I receive. According to your grace according to your grace that's grace that's grace God's ability to be supernatural sin free and eternal what are you now? supernatural, sin free and eternal what did you used to mean when you sing I've got the life of God in me did you understand what you were singing? I've got the life of God in me. I've got the spirit of the son of God. I've got the life of... Do you know what? You didn't you know. So even in religion, the truth was hidden in plain sight. That's essentially what eternal life is. Call, what makes it eternal is that it is God's life. Hmm?
0: Yes.
1: If I have a bad heart and um, better now gives me her heart. 83 hmm? years old, right? And she gives me her heart. That heart here yeah, has only a few years
0: left.
1: Yes, <laughs> Do you understand? I have the life of better in me. Yeah? You have like seven years. Some people say six months. So, whatever I have pumping in me is a direct reflection of what you had left in you. Better cannot give me life expectancy she did not have. So, at this point, the quality of my life is dependent on the quality of life Better had when she took off what was hers and gave me. Does that make sense? Now, God gives you his life that doesn't finish. How can yours finish? He gives you his life that cannot be corrupted. How can yours be corrupted? He gives you his life that is supernatural. How can yours be natural? So what makes it eternal is that it's the life. Eternal is not in longevity. I'm not teaching eternal life today. Eternal life is in quality. The word eternal. Don't think of it in terms of time. Think of eternal in terms of quality. The substance, the kind of life God has. Et- it cannot be corrupted. It cannot be governed by time. It cannot be spoilt. It cannot be ordinary. That's eternal life, the God kind of life. That's what eternal life is. It's not just life that will never end. Do you get it? And that's what God's grace extends to you His supernatural ability, His incorruptibility. And his never ending ability, (laughs) Because once you come into the life of God, you will never end. Stay with me now. Because eternal life is quality, is why the sinner, the unsaved, the unbeliever who doesn't receive, and goes into damnation, cannot exist in hell forever. Because... Existing in hell forever means you are exhibiting an eternal quality. If you can burn forever in hell, you have eternal life. Which is God's life. You might as well just leave hell, cross over. He will be unjust. Grossly unjust. To keep an unbeliever burning in a hell for eternity. When the actual thing he gave us is eternity. That's why I said there's a difference between an eternity in hell as religion sells it and the eternal separation of the unbeliever from the sons of God. The unbeliever separates themselves. By virtue of, Jesus, Jesus said it to Nicodemus. He who does not believe is condemned already. God didn't condemn anybody. God is not in the business of condemning. Yes,
0: sir.
1: It does not mean, however, contrary to how universalists teach it, that there will not be condemnation. Yeah.
0: That's
1: why universalists get it wrong. Yeah. The, the doctrine of universal inclusion is not scriptural. Because if there's no condemnation, Paul will not say there's therefore now. No condemnation to those, to those, to those who are in Christ Jesus. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. To those who are in Christ Jesus. To those who are in Christ Jesus. That's therefore now. It means outside Christ Jesus. Yes, sir. Are you understanding this? Yes, and Jesus said, he who does not believe is condemned already. I didn't condemn him anymore. Because if somebody can just coast through life and then come into eternal life with God, then let's all just what over are doing and just coast. After all. But what we must understand is what the end of every man is. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? There's an end to every man. Yeah, there is. Our eternal life, it's life of God. In other words, there cannot be eternal life outside God. Even for the sinner who is condemned. That's why according to the scriptures. The unbeliever is terminated. The unbeliever comes to an end. Satan comes to an end. Because Satan does not have eternal life. Falling angels kept in chains for the day of judgment come to an end. Death and Hades come to an end. In the lake of fire which comes to an end. With the current heaven and earth. They cannot be eternal and God is saying it's us that have eternal life. Yes, sir. Because eternal life is the life of God. So the question is how are we ending? Does that make sense? Yes, sir. Yeah. But for me, I'm ghosting. Because yes, I have the life of God. Yes, so it's, it's not a life that... Oh, I, you understand it. Yes,
0: sir.
1: When you think eternal, don't think longevity think quality eternal. Supernatural, sin-free, incorruptible. Eternal life. By grace. Freely. Freely. Now. Yes, sir. No. Romans 6.23. Let's go there. Are you getting this? Yes, For the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal. So the first line, don't scare me. The gift of God, King James, I think, and NASB adds the free gift of God. is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Inonios is the word for eternal. Age long, practically unending. Partaking of the character of that which lasts for an age forever, age-like. The quality describing a particular age. The unique quality of God's life at work in the believer. That's eternal. That is, as the Lord manifests his self-existent life as it is in his sinless abode of heaven. Eternal life operates simultaneously outside of time, inside of time, and beyond time. That is, what gives time its everlasting meaning for the believer through faith. Yet, it is also time independent. It shows you how long you shall live without say, stating how long you shall live. I know does not focus on the future per se. But rather, the quality of the age that it relates to. Thus, oh, I love teaching. I love teaching and then going back to... to to to, like corroborate as it were. This is Strong's 166. Thus, believers live in eternal life right now. Experiencing this quality of God's life now as a present possession. I rest my case. I rest my case. Now, God's quality of life, the one that God is using, is what he has given me. Not a, an inferior, junior, less one. So that I don't become like God. God's entire idea is for me to become as God. Not even like God. He's not, God didn't take from himself and gave me, David. God took himself and gave me. Please understand this thing. God didn't take of himself. He took himself and gave me. I don't have of the life of God. I don't have from the life of God. I have the life. That's one, that's one. That's one. So as he is, so I is. You get it? And the word for free gift in, in Romans 6 and Romans 5 is the word charisma, which comes from the word charis, which is the word for grace. That's why it's charisma, it's gift, that's the gift in, in Greek. But the word "caris," which means grace, free gift. The operation of grace is always a free gift. The endowment or the endowment to carry out his will. Therefore, the grace of God totally cancels out the works of the law. Totally, 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 totally. Romans 11, 5 and 6. 5 and 6. Even so then, at this present time... There is a remnant according to the election of grace. Six. Very juicy verse. Very juicy. And if by grace, then it is no longer of works, sir. Otherwise, grace is no longer grace. Hold up. The moment you do a jot of works, no more grace. That's how totally independent of you. Grace is. Yes, sir. Totally. Yes, sir. Like totally. Absolutely. If it is of works. It's no longer grace. Otherwise works. If it is grace. It's not works. Otherwise you can't call it grace. If it's works. It's not grace. Otherwise you can't call it works. If I'm on a salary. I'm on a salary. Do you understand? If you're dashing me something. You're dashing me something. Don't confuse the two. I want to dash you something, but come and clear my garden. It's not a dashing something anymore. Come and clear my garden. Finish clearing my garden. I said, Come, let me just help you with this malt. No, sir. <laughs> They're paying me <laughs> quite poorly <laughs> for my botanical activities. <laughs> if it is grace, it's not works, otherwise, grace cannot be said to be grace. Grace loses its boast when there's an introduction of works. If it's works, it cannot be grace. Otherwise, you know, it cannot be said to be works. So, grace totally cancels out the works of the law. Now, here's where I'm going to end today and I'll pick it up in the next meeting. I mentioned this on Sunday. Falling from grace, whatever that means, has never happened or recorded in scripture because somebody sinned. I'm sure almost everybody in this room and people watching are familiar with that phrase fell from grace and the context in which it is always used we think: how a son of God can fall out of the reach of his father's supernatural ability I cannot fathom I can't fathom where do we get that from you know what, you know why, you know why they, they told you that lie to mask the truth. Yeah. You know the truth is the only time scripture talks about falling from grace, it referred to departing and going back to the law. Yes, oh, yeah. The only thing that qualifies for falling from grace is turning to works, yes, not falling to sin. Yes, oh, are you not saying that we should sin. You have been looking for an excuse to sin. Yeah. Go and sin already. Choose your sin and sin it. No. It's not my message that is teaching you how to sin. You arrived programmed to do nothing but sin. You don't need license. Grace is giving people a license to sin. How many of you here know how to drive? Put your hand up. If you have license, put your hand down. No, put your hand up. No, I won't, I won't report you. Put your hand up. You can drive. Put your hand up. If you have license, put your hand down. So those of you whose hands are up they don't have license. But you know how to drive. How did you learn how to drive without a license? Put your hand down. No, have I made my point? No, I'm not, I'm not, having, I'm not attacking you. Even me, when I, when I learned how to drive, hmm. when I found myself driving. Hmm. Hmm. Some of you know my story, right? This lapsed in my developing years. I thought you know how to drive. <laughs> So, you, you can drive a car, a vehicle. You have moved it successfully. And you don't have a license. Why did you not wait for license to learn? So, you see, you, you don't need license to learn to drive a car. Why is it that it's now seen? They're saying you need license for. You are a liar. You and your pastor, you are a liar. You lie. Oh, you lie. You lie, you lie, you lie. You like? No sinner needs license to sin.
0: Yes.
1: No sinner. No sinner needs license to sin. Say, oh, grace will give them license. They don't need nobody needs license. No, you don't need license. Excuse me. You don't need license. Most of the people that say you are giving people license to sin are the ones sinning differently without license. Nobody who understands the grace of God stands in its way. Yes. Nobody. Nobody who understands the grace of God stands in its way. It is selfish for somebody who is enjoying the grace of God to stop others from enjoying it because he thinks that they will abuse it. You, what are you doing? What qualifies you to be the grace police? Galatians 5.4. What are you saying? It's clear as black and white in your Bible. Look at it. It's not us trying to twist words. It's clear cut in scripture. You have become estranged from Christ. You who attempt to be justified by law have fallen from grace. That's two different seeds you are planting in your vineyard. So, what is falling from grace? Trying to be justified by the works of the law. Simple. Not messing up. Put the, put the verse back up in Antiquity is if you want to be made holy by fulfilling the obligations of the law, you have cut off more than your flesh. You have cut yourselves off from the anointed one and have fallen away in the ration of grace. Put the message up. I suspect you would never intend this, but this is what happens. When you attempt to live by your own religious plans and projects, you are cut off from Christ, you fall out of grace. I mean, how much, how much more clearer can it be? And Simpler. So when did this phrase take on the nomenclature of suggesting that whenever you sin or come short, you fall short of grace? Now, I thought he said, all I've seen, I'm falling short of the glory of God. Did we stop there? Being justified freely. Do you even understand what glory means in Romans three twenty three? Falling short of the glory of God. The glory of God there is referring to eternal life, immortality. Not shekena. Because when you seen what happened? You lost your eternal quality of life. So you fell short of eternal life. You, you sold off eternal life. That's glory. That's the glory you are waiting for to be revealed. Immortality. Not Shekinah glory shining from the sky. Fall short of the glory of God. Glory there is referring to immortality. The, the substance that Christ now has. Does that make sense? That's the glory that is going to be revealed in us. Immortality. All have sinned and fallen short of eternal life, of immortality. Not glorious in some kind of shekinah display. But to fall short of grace is to try and achieve by yourself what is only available by the gift of God. That's the only time you fall short of grace. If you fall short of, fall short of the glory of God or fall out of grace or fall from grace, why then do we have an advocate? Yeah. 1 John 2 2. Why do we have an advocate? Jesus Christ, the Just, reputation for, for our sins, and not just for ours alone, but for the whole world. He can atone for the sins of the whole world, but He will crush the sins of His children. You know that kind of parent. You not know that kind of parent that doesn't give you money, but all your all your neighbors say, "He's a nice man." Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Such a nice man. He's very gene- very generous. Yes, oh goodness, Who knows what I'm talking about? Yeah. Everybody sings your father's praise. You look at you, you and say, you. "You stupid child." See the kind of good father you have. Because they believe that if they got 1,000, you should be getting 100,000. Yes. Meanwhile, sissi sissi But the whole universe and the community celebrate a celebration of yes. Look up. That's what God will become. If he atoned for the sins of the world or crushed the sins of his children. That's what he becomes. He becomes that father that is good to outsiders and nasty to his children. Did this register for you? No, he's nicer to us. We are in the special grace. Common grace guys cannot have more edge than us. Falling from grace is turning to the law. Trying to be justified by yourself. Romans 3 and 20. Romans 3, 20. Therefore, by the deeds of the law, no flesh will be justified in his sight. For by the law is the knowledge of sin. Nobody can be justified by keeping the law. Nobody. Galatians 2.16. My last text for today, hopefully. Knowing that a man is not justified by the works of the law. It's clear. But by faith in Jesus Christ. Because law is ignoring or abdicating faith. And faith is how grace saves you. So you can't enjoy grace. Man is not justified by the works of the law, but by faith in Jesus Christ, even we have believed in Jesus Christ Jesus that we might be justified by faith and not by the works of the law. For by the works of the law give me twenty one. Next meeting will pick up grace expressed in doctrine and edification for the believer. 21, I do not set aside the grace of God. I do not set aside the grace of God. for right. If righteousness comes through the law,
0: <laughs>
1: it's very clear. If righteousness comes through the law, then Christ died in vain. Tippity. So that's why I don't view God's grace as something minor or peripheral. Mm-mm. As it is with Paul, so it is with Paul. For if keeping the law could release God's righteousness to us, the anointed one would have died for nothing. The message. Galatians 2.21, right? Start from verse 19. What actually took place is this. I tried keeping rules and working my head off to please God. And it didn't work. So I quit being a lawman so I could be God's man. Christ's life showed me how. And enabled me to do it. And then it goes into 20. I'm crucified with Christ. In the message. 21. I'm not going back on that. Is it not clear to you. That to go back to that old. Rule keeping. peer pleasing religion. Would be an abandonment. Of everything personal and free. In my relationship with God. I refuse to do that, to repudiate God's grace. If a living relationship with God could come by rule-keeping, then Christ died unnecessarily. Why would he have died to give us something we could have given ourselves by working it out? It says, I do not set aside the grace of God. In this house, you cannot actually teach doctrine without emphasizing largely the grace of God. I make no apologies for championing the grace of God. No apologies. No apologies. All you grace preachers, you are the one who has falling from grace. What else is there to preach? It is the word of his grace. Not the word of his grace with some law. Otherwise, grace is no longer grace. I make no apologies for championing the grace of God. Paul says, We are what we are by the grace of God. By the grace of God. It's God's best gift to us. His grace. Embedded in it is the ability to be good stewards of it. I'll continue that in the next installment. Embedded in His, because it's his, it is His ability. So you cannot receive his ability along with an abuse tendency. That's your mind that needs to be washed. the problem is never with the grace of God. It's with the mind of man. How the mind of man receives the grace of God or interprets the grace of God determines how that man lives. So it's your mind that's dirty. Your spirit is okay. Your spirit is born again. Your mind is the one that's twisted. It's your mind you need to purge so you can handle grace correctly. Not us not teaching you grace because of how you'll abuse it. Yes, because embedded in grace is ability to live above sin. Grace is God's answer to sin. Yes, yes. Not the law. The law magnified sin. Yes, so what's God's answer to sin? Grace. So grace is not a sin enabler. Yes, sir. No, It's not possible. The, the Lamb of God takes away the sins of the world. It cannot enable sin he took away and nailed on the cross. No. We make, we make no light of the grace of God in this house. Yes, nah, nah, yes, nah. Nah. We are what we are by the grace of God. Yes, sir. By the grace of God. Unashamed. Yes, oh, you grace people. That's us. Yes,
0: sir. That's us. Yes, sir.
1: We're carrying grace up and down. That's us. Yes, we carry grace up and down because grace carries us up and down. Yes,
0: sir.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Do you understand? We are the ones actually being carried by grace. It is, it is good, it is proper for the heart to be strengthened by grace. Yes. And not by food and drink. Amen. Hebrews 39, I believe. Don't, don't go there. Yeah, don't get me started. We'll pick it up in the next message. Hallelujah. Have you been instructed tonight? Yes, sir. Is it worth your time? Yes, sir. Fantastic. We'll continue on Friday. Well, that's it for
0: today's teaching. We trust it has been worth your time. More of these messages from our stables. Kindly subscribe to our teaching podcast at www.dot.thebaccilleacommission.dot.podbean.dot.com or via the Podbean app on your mobile device. For inquiries and further information, kindly send us an email to info at or find us on social media with the handles at the Truth Simply put, or at While the Church. You can also send us an SMS, call us, or connect with us via WhatsApp on seven 880 Finally, if you would like to give to support the work that we do, kindly follow the Patreon link in our podcast or contact our office for details. Thank you.